Welcome into episode 31 of the Common Denominators. We are coming to you via Skype once again, and we are recording on the night of the NFL Draft, Thursday, April 23rd. Uh, you've got myself, Lance, hosting the episode tonight, and I'm also joined by Adam and Ryan and Kyle, and we're all still doing our part to social distance ourselves. How's everybody doing tonight? Go Titans. Let's hurry this thing up so we can watch the draft. Yeah. That's all for this episode. Good Joe, to talk to you guys. I heard that Joe Burrow guy might be pretty good. Ah, uh, no, he's a bingle now. He's screwed. Is it bingle or bangle? Uh, I always go with bingle. I think if you're in Cincinnati, you're a bungle. Yeah, I think that's right. Uh, NFL draft is going on right now as we are recording. And I have to admit, as much as I have loved the quarantine, and I, I'm actually not saying that sarcastically, I have loved the quarantine, and I'll get to that in a second. But as much as I have loved the quarantine, I got to admit, having the NFL draft on tonight kind of feels like things are returning to normalcy. I mean, it, it feels great to have it on. It feels great to actually have football coming back on. Yeah, how weird is it watching the draft via Skype through televisions and looking in people's living rooms? That's a whole new dynamic. That's been pretty interesting. I never I thought it. I would see Roger Goodell's basement. It's a little weird. Yeah, no kidding. <laughs> I did like the touch of him getting booed over the uh, that Skype. Was that was pretty funny. good. I was expecting like an unfinished basement, like you see, like on uh, HGTV. You know, it's like, ah, oh, it's gonna be my man cave. You know, once we get it restored, <laughs> not so much. That's a pretty nice basement. I also love. I don't know if y'all saw Roger Goodell announce to uh, Tonga Viola his name, but he he read the name like it was the first time that he'd ever seen the name. Like <laughs> the Miami Dolphins select Tua Tonga Viola. As if he <laughs> had, like, has no interest in college football whatsoever. Yeah. He, he like this, so this was a surprise yeah. pick. Who's this guy? Tua Tungabalawa. Poor guy. Yeah. So I was doing a little but, prep for tonight, and I was having trouble with the name myself. Does anybody feel confident they can actually say his last name correctly? I don't think Lance There's felt zero. very confident. Tonga Viola. Something like that. Something like <laughs> Did that. You see we that? can really hear the confidence in your voice, Lance. But anyways, so the NFL draft is going on. And also, you may or may not have gotten a, a stimulus check from uh, the government. I mean, I don't know. Maybe you did, maybe you didn't. I don't know your financials. But in any event, if you did get a stimulus check, I've got a question for you guys. So let's just say that, you know, take the wife and the kids out of the equation, and they don't even know you got that stimulus check. What are you selfishly going to spend it on? Ooh, Anybody want to volunteer first? <laughs> Anybody else feel like they're going to get in trouble if they answer this? <laughs> <laughs> I'm, go- I'm going on an all-inclusive golf trip to Bandon Dunes, which is a big golf resort out on the West Coast. I would totally blow mine on golf. Well, I think I'm going to load up uh, my dad, hopefully on a plane. Probably going to go uh, out west somewhere on a fly fishing trip. When you what? say load up your dad, what are you going to like? like <laughs> Throw him in the back of the truck. <laughs> you make him carry <laughs> His dad is a really <laughs> large man. On. He really likes to go sack of potatoes, you know, over my shoulder. He loves that. Cool. <laughs> Takes a forklift. He's aged really quickly, so mm-hmm. I'll, just, I'll have he to prop him up against a tree somewhere, and he'll have to watch me fish. At, at, so, Adam, what says you? <laughs> well, full disclosure, I have not gotten my stimulus check yet. I don't need to know your financial situation, well, Adam. I don't. I don't think it's because I'm not qualified. <laughs> full disclosure. Also, I, I mean, I feel like we are, but. I think if I got it, I I wouldn't go selfishly. I would I'd take the fam. We'd go. Uh, no, no. We'd go out. No, that is, that is not the spirit of the. <laughs> not the question, Adam. I want you to be selfish. In this okay, question. I will be. I will be extremely <laughs> selfish. Um, what do you want? A new camera? Yeah. What the heck? Let's get a new camera. <laughs> I can't think of anything right now. I hate to say it. Well, all right, <clears> all right. The host, the host. What, what are you uh, blowing it on? What I would blow it on is it sounds kind of lame, but I just want to extend my patio. Like I I want to have like a better like backyard space, like extend the patio, maybe put in like some kind of nice brick outdoor fireplace, just a nice outdoor space. And I know like you're saying family and your kids would also enjoy this, but it's not really a selfish thing. But in all honesty, I don't care if they enjoy it. This is just for me. Yeah, that's a, <laughs> yeah. you know, you're getting old when you say, you know, I'd like to have a bigger patio. <laughs> yeah. Ironic yeah. since welcome. he's the youngest one in the room. <laughs> yeah. Welcome to old age, Lance. <laughs> Total dad move right there. Lance is all about the fam. Uh, I was gonna, I was gonna guess some sort of home gym, but I was wrong. I did run a five k this morning though, and it felt great. Man, look at in you. the rain. I'd... No, it wasn't raining mm. when I ran, so it was all right. Did you mm. pee on yourself this time, or leave <laughs> that out? Okay, <laughs> did not, did not. But Maybe I actually wore time. a fanny pack while I ran to keep <clears> myself on keys, so that felt real manly doing that. Sweet. Did you wear it now? Did you wear it on the front, or did you turn around to the back? 
I, I put, I, you got to wear it on the hip, man, or else it's going to be moving around too much. So you got to wear it on the hip. Pro tip. So <laughs> I want to I want to get into a hot take real quick here. And not to be insensitive to the COVID-19 pandemic or anything, but I honestly think that in a month or two when all this stuff settles down, we're going to look back at this time and miss this quarantine. Like mm-hmm. we're going to miss all this time at home, all this time with your family, all this time that you don't have to spend in traffic. So that's my hot take is that in a, in a month or two, we're going to miss this and not realize how good we had it with this quarantine situation. I've, I've been enjoying it, you know, extra time with the kids and the family. It's been great. Yeah, I can't disagree with that. I, it's always by the end of the week, like Sunday afternoon after we've been together all weekend for 24-7 or 24-3 on the weekend for us. Sunday afternoons are always a little sketchy, but then you always look forward to the next weekend. But mm-hmm. with the with the weather getting better and being able to be outside and run around and play in the yard, and yeah, it's going to be uh, it's going to kind of suck going back to the real world. Some parts of it, yeah. Well, it, there's nothing that says that we're going to be over this in one in a month or two anyway. So uh, Mike, come on, Adam. Mike, don't glass half empty. Glass over half there. empty. Media, I know. Adam. <laughs> yeah, don't get media. don't get sucked into negativity. Yeah, <laughs> we're winning the battle. So is there anything that y'all have like started doing the quarantine that, you know, you weren't doing before that you actually want to continue to do once it's over? Mine is definitely working from home. I have, I have enjoyed that thoroughly. Yeah. And, uh, like, like you said, Kyle, the weather I think has helped us out a lot. Just being, you know, mild temperatures and take walks and open the windows. I mean that if this had happened in the middle of January or even the mid part of summer i think it would have been a lot worse but yeah you know something i've i've still obviously been going around working for my job but but the traffic is non-existent i had to go down to nashville today and i made it in like 25 minutes which never happened there was no traffic mm-hmm. and i got to thinking i was like man people have been so devoid of road rage that is like the most spectacular thing ever everybody has to be in a better mood just because we're not pissed off at each other mm-hmm. blowing our horns firing birds at each other so i you know it's kind of wild going through nashville with no traffic so yeah i still fire some birds at the kids every once in a while just to get it out of my system <laughs> well i fired a couple off to nobody because i was driving through nashville i felt like i needed to <laughs> so mine and and ryan i hope i don't steal yours here but one thing and this really has nothing to do with the quarantine it just kind of happened but I, I started growing a little bit of a beard, and I, I think I'm going to keep that going after the quarantine. I'm going to keep the beard going, see if I can shape it up a little bit. I can see that red beard from all the way from my living room. Oh, yeah? Skype. Yeah, <laughs> look at it coming out there. Welcome to Team Beard. It looks Team like beard. Yeah, it's a little bit pointy on the end, too. Have you been sculpting it? Is, do you have some kind of product in <laughs> it's there? Hard, it's hard that natural? not to, man. It's kind of like an OCD thing. No, it's. I, I think that, that takes a lot of work, Ryan. Like it, A lot of uh, sculpting and you know pulling throughout the day just to get that perfect tip. So yeah, it's looking good. You get get a little less white in yours than I do. I'm a little bit jealous of that. (laughs) For those out there in radio land, Ryan is just about ready to braid his. I think it's just almost long enough. (laughs) Well, uh, you know, for those that have been following us on social media, we had the little, uh, who looks like their celebrity doppelganger. And unfortunately, I, I happened to win that poll today. I, People think that I look more like uh, a Yeti and a Bigfoot than Adam does Dwight Schrute. I find it hard to believe, but that, the people have spoken. Oh, man. I didn't realize I look like a Dwight Schrute, so I'm pretty excited that nobody voted for that also. Well, hey, at least you're the same sex. Apparently, I'm Britney Spears, so. <laughs> Cra- cr- crazy. Well, I'm a, mascot, a bald, so. crazy Britney Spears. Yeah, I'm the crazy Britney Spears, not the good one. Not the hot one. <laughs> <laughs> full, full disclosure: When we were when we were trying to figure out how to do this on social media, and and Ryan was like, you know, just just choose something. The, the more outlandish, the better. Kyle was like, yeah, I think I kind of look like Mr. Clean. Oh yeah, like the handsome Mr. Clean. He's all muscle. <laughs> sure, buff. sure, Kyle. We're, That's we're definitely put, well, I, really flattering. Yeah. <laughs> well, I was trying to hit off being Britney Spears. Obviously, it didn't work. Yeah, no. You needed that gold ring, that gold earring. I do need the gold hoop to see if I can pull it off. The only thing I would say, Lance, back to what you asked, the one thing we've done a good job of that we need to carry on is eating our leftovers. We like to cook a lot, but like pre-quarantine, we would cook a meal and like, ah, I don't really want that again tonight. We'll eat it the next night, and ultimately it gets thrown out. We've done a much better job of 
planning our meals. We spent more at the grocery store because uh, we've had to cook more, obviously, but we've done a lot better job at kind of like planning meals, eating our meals, eating our leftovers. So that's a very old man answer, but that's something we have done that has been a lot better. Just make sure those aren't Tiger King leftovers, okay? Spoiler alert, I'm only uh, three episodes in, so no, you got to catch what up. you talk about. Yeah, it only accelerates from there. But all right, guys, we've got a uh, jam-packed show tonight. We are doing dad dumps first off. We've been you know, quarantined with our kids for quite a while, so pretty sure all of us have some pretty good dad dumps to uh, get off our chest here. And next, uh, you know, in honor of the NFL draft, I'm sure if you've ever been around the draft or watched any kind of football, you've heard of the Wonderlick test. So the denominators took it upon ourselves to actually take the Wonderlick test. And uh, we're going to have a little fun with that and see how everybody scored on the Wonderlick. And then at the end, we are going to do a draft because, heck, why not? It's an NFL draft. We're going to do a draft of the biggest NFL bust of all time. So with that being said, Kyle, let's roll. All right, guys. So I know we've gotten in a lot of quality time recently, so... Surely somebody has a good dad dump. Who wants to start us off? Well, I don't know if good's the word, Lance, but uh, <laughs> I can start us off. Uh, if you know my oldest, Reed, he is uh, his love language is laughter, and he'll push it, push it to the edge. If he can get a little laugh out of you, he'll keep going. And he he likes to do that at the doctor. He really likes to like make the doctor and the nurses laugh. And and I find myself being more of a uh, quiet, conservative individual always felt like I need to be on my toes because I just don't know, you know, exactly what he's going to say. Well, we had to go in this week, and uh, things were going well. He was being really funny. We were all laughing quite a bit. And then, uh, as she was taking his pulse, uh, this came from the depths of his mind, and Uh-oh. his phrase was, uh, "Somebody once told me that <laughs> he didn't say who." He said, somebody once told me that when you get scared, you can feel it in your butt. <laughs> <laughs> That's like some cow would say. Yeah, and I've never... That is the old poker butt. <laughs> yeah, old poker butt. <laughs> Listen to the common denominator. Right, yeah. yeah. So uh, yeah. I, I wasn't expecting that. I've never heard him say that before. I have no idea who told him that, but I just kind of looked at the floor, and uh, thankfully we've got a great doctor she bailed me out, and she said, if you think that's bad, just give it a few more years or something, and we all laughed. But uh, mm. thanks, Reed. Yeah. <laughs> well, Mike was also along the lines of, of my children, my son. He's two and a half, so we're putting words together, and he's starting to kind of form the, you know, two, three, four-word sentences. It kind of He's trying to make sense out of what he's trying to tell you. And like I mentioned earlier, by Sunday afternoons, we're kind of over each other a little bit by the end of Sunday. And he said something I've never heard him say. His sister was aggravating him Sunday night. And he looks up, stands up on the couch, all 28, 30 inches of him, looks her in the eye and goes, I need you to leave me alone. <laughs> and we all snapped and looked at each other. And like me and Jessica looked at each other. And even my, my daughter, who's six, was kind of like, what in the world just happened? And we just all kind of bust out laughing. Of course, then he starts laughing. He thinks it's funny. So I guess quarantine has helped develop his sentence building even more rapid than normal. Man, that's yeah, one of those times you just wish you were recording. Oh, it's it was an instant classic. Write it down in your diary because you'll you'll forget yeah. about it here in a week or two. I'll get Lance, I'll get Lance to write it down for me in a diary. Right. He's good. He's good at journaling. <laughs> I'm the best. Don't ever forget that. Kyle, Kyle, yours kind of made me think of one that just popped in my head. Um, so Jackson has started saying "Oh my gosh" like a lot, and it's not because of me. So there's only other one one other person in this house that says it. So. Mm. Y'all can figure that out. So I felt pretty good about that one. So good job, Timmy. But yeah. anyway, anyways, <laughs> so uh, I've, I've got a couple small ones here. But, um, you know, Jackson is basically a chip off the old block. And as I said on my last dad dump, you know, we're going through the potty training thing with Jackson. And now he's kind of going through this phase where he's just, he really likes peeing in places that aren't the toilet. Like and a grown man does. To, like a grown man <laughs> does. Yeah, so you got like to put a house... 
you got to put a house plant in the bathroom. Yeah. <laughs> so he's, you know, he will just, uh, you know, pee in the backyard, pee in the bushes, pee when they're like, uh, you know, on a walk, you know, alongside a creek with my wife. He just, he likes to pee on just random stuff outside. And like, I think that's awesome. I think that's kind of like a rite of passage as a man. Like you, you do something about peeing outside, man. It just, just, it's a good feeling. I mean, don't tell me I'm the only one that gets, you know, that, that enjoys that, right? Full, full no, disclosure. Why, why is, I did yeah. it last weekend in my backyard. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So he's peeing right now. Wife, Unfortunately, y'all can't see that. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. A wise man, a wise man once said that the world is your urinal. So yeah, I'm, I'm all on board. Yeah. So yeah, I feel like Jackson's definitely becoming more of a man now that he's peeing outside. So, um, yeah, I'm pretty proud of that. Um, one that I'm not mm. so proud of though is, you know, this is kind of effect of the quarantine because I've been working from home every day. And unfortunately, sometimes I'm in this rotation on my job that requires me to be on call occasionally. And so he sees me on the phone working a lot more. And so he's coming to my office and just turned around and left and started crying and going to his mom and saying, you know, dad's always on the phone. Like he's working too much. And like, I, I, I hate hearing that. There's nothing I can do about it. Like I'm, I'm on call. It's my job. I have to be on the phone. And just one of those things that like sucks when you, you know, you can't be there for your kids when. They want to play with you or do something. He's like, oh, dad's on the phone. So what can you do? Boy, that's a tough balance between trying to be the the provider Mm -hmm. and and you feel like you're doing a great job as a dad. Like, man, I'm working extra hard. And then your kid just rips your heart out and shows it to you with with the one sentence. You're like, oh, okay. I've had a few of those too. You know, I'm I'm working and they don't know the difference in me playing on my computer and actually working on my computer. And I had one of them come up today and say, hey, can we play a game? I was like, I'm working. Okay, sorry. Like, <laughs> no, I'm sorry. <laughs> no, I think you know. Um, plans answer on both your questions. I, you know, yeah. one of the, for the my New Year's resolution, if y'all remember, was just spending more quality time and being intentional about it with the boys. And I think it's even in quarantine, it's been hard. There's still lots of chores, and you know, there's all these little projects. But I've been able to slow down more um, than I normally would. And one of the things y'all may have seen, I don't know if I've showed you but read one one morning and of course I'm, I'm redoing our bonus room which is a, a massive undertaking and this particular Saturday I'm ready to just knock this thing out and spend you know 15 20 hours on it if I have to we'll read within minutes of me getting up has found some scrap wood and he comes out with a design plan on, on some notebook paper of a chair that he wants to build and install in in a tree and my first thought is oh man this is this is going to be a lot of work, <laughs> but I paused and I thought we're in the middle of quarantine. This room can wait. And normally I would not do that. And, uh, I let him, let him, uh, ask a lot of questions, let him use a lot of the tools that I really needed for the back room. But, uh, uh, still got some progress on the, on the room, but, but also had a great day with him watching him build something. And one of the things I appreciate is you, you love growing, you know, watching your kids grow up is that, he had a plan and he was so determined to finish that thing that he stuck with that chair for four hours wow. and probably three hours of it on his own, just trying to figure out how to get a screw in the right way. So uh, little things like that, when, you know, back to your first question of things that you have really enjoyed and you, you don't want to give up. It's just taking the time for, for moments like that. So that's part of being a dad and a parent that, that you become the student is learning patience and that, that's my one of my biggest character flaws is patience. And when my kids want to do something like that or they want to show me something that they've been working on or they're struggling with something, I'll, I'll also often want to jump in there. Well, let me let me do it. I'll, I'll show you how to let mm-hmm. me do it. Yeah. And, and when the right thing is, is to let them try to figure it out, let them, you know, work the problem out themselves or take the time to let them show you this hole they've dug in the middle of the yard that you really appreciate you've got to fill back in. It's That's where I struggle the most as a parent. And that's where I've gotten the most learning is, is, is patience. Your kids will teach you so much patience. Yeah. I just put down some pine needles and, uh, all the kids want to do is pull the pine needles up and then throw them directly into the grass. And I'm like, come yeah. on, <laughs> <laughs> please stop. <laughs> I, I've got one more. Cause I wanted to end on like a, a good note. I kind of did the compliment sandwich thing. Um, so this one's about my daughter. Um, and I'm all about structure, routine, especially bedtime routines. And so a really touching thing that's happened recently is, you know, I always read books to her and I always sing songs to her before she goes to bed. 
So now she's actually started singing songs back to me that she has never heard anywhere else other than when I've sung them to her. And so hearing that back from, you know, your daughter is just, uh, it's just an amazing moment. I, I love, I love seeing her do things like that. And she'll just randomly be singing, singing songs through the house that she's only heard from like myself or Timmy singing to her. So hearing her sing those back is just very touching. touching care, moment. As you care to elaborate on what those songs are? Well, I always sing my girl to her. Mm-hmm. Uh, How does that one. go? How's that go again? Yeah, I can't. Uh, I've never heard. I've never heard that song. Lance, y'all want me you... to do it in an Irish accent too? Or... <laughs> <laughs> Definitely. Kyle can do it in the Boris Russian accent. Yeah, I have an Irish. I have an Irish accent. It sounds very Russian. Yeah. <laughs> flat off. Yeah. yeah, flat off. It's always good to end the day on those high notes, like you said. Like Emery does that, where she's starting to say the prayers for us, and it's kind of funny. I'll say the prayers around the dinner table usually. And, you know, I thank us for this food and all that. Well, Emery now at her nighttime prayer, she starts it out by thanking God for our food, which she's not eating. Mm-hmm. Obviously she's going to bed, but I still, I just let it slide because it's classic. She's like, thank you God for this food, even though we're, it's our nighttime <laughs> prayers and she's laying in bed. So yeah, that's always a fun way for me to, that's one of those things that gets burned into your mind as a parent. I hope I remember when I'm 65 years old is her saying her prayers, thanking God for her food when she's going to bed. Mm-hmm. So, I've just got one more question, Ryan. You were very concerned about your coffee supply last time. So did you go check out Fruit of the Bean like I told you to? Oh, absolutely. I've gotten down low a couple times. I was a little bit nervous about the supply at the store. So I actually did order some Fruit of the Bean. And I got to say, I'm not a coffee connoisseur. I'm not extremely picky, but there are two to three kinds that are like my must buys. And Fruit of the Bean is now in that list. It was really good. The thing I loved most about it is I've got a Keurig and you can't have really fine ground coffee in the Keurig because it won't go through there properly. So I like more of a coarse ground. They ground it perfectly, exactly how I asked. And uh, I think I got it within like two days. And it was great. So I'll definitely be ordering again. I got to say, you awesome. sound like a coffee connoisseur, Ryan. I know. That sounded very professional. <laughs> <laughs> and listen, if, if Fruit of the Bean would do for my beard what it did for yours, I'm ordering as we speak. <laughs> yeah, It's good for so, the follicles. So, yeah, go check out our friends at Fruit of the Bean Coffee like Ryan did, where right now they're offering all their coffee at 20% off to help everyone out during this difficult time in our country's history. And this coffee, it's not roasted until after you purchase it, so you know you're getting a high-quality product. It gets a common denominator seal of approval. Ryan said so himself. Additionally, Fruit of the Bean always gives back 10% of their net proceeds to help orphans and those affected by human trafficking. So, go check out fruitofthebean.com. All right, so the denominators decided to test our intelligence against the NFL's best and take a Wonderlick test, a free practice one online. Lance, to, not to yeah. interrupt you, but I, I got to be honest with you. I didn't know what a Wonderlick test was before I took it, and I'm guessing that a lot of people don't know. So you want to go into detail of what a Wonderlick test is? So it's, it's basically a test that's used to measure cognitive ability and problem-solving aptitude. And your score is calculated as the number of correct answers in an allotted time, and that allotted time is 12 minutes. So in 12 minutes, you have to answer 50 exam questions. So let's say, for instance, in 12 minutes, you only get like uh, 15 questions right, 15 is your score. So 15 out of 50. Really wish so, you could have read these instructions to me before I yeah, took the right. test. Uh, See, yeah, same here. I, I did I, not I know that's how it was scored. Uh, well, I so. purposely wanted everybody to go into it pretty blind. Uh, but just to Except for you, yourself, I see. So, yeah, yeah. Thank you. Okay. <laughs> you feel like Lance has the highest score. Look, did you read the instructions on the Wonderlick practice test? If no. That, that no. Gave no. Me, I hit start. I, I was going on the honor system. I thought we were supposed to do no research. And that's what well, I did. So you, look, look. no research on the actual, actual questions. I'm not saying I was right. I'm just saying on, that was my interpretation. And uh, you'll probably if, find out pretty if, quickly. <laughs> I made a mistake. It, <laughs> Can we cut say, this whole episode? Like, do we have to do right, this? Uh, <laughs> the man's laying some groundwork for sure. Right. Okay. So just to give you kind of an idea um, of a good, of, of like, you know, a person who might score good and a person who might score bad. So there actually was somebody that scored 50. It was like some punter from Harvard. I don't even know what his name was. Nobody's ever probably heard of him. But Ryan Fitzpatrick, he was actually a former quarterback for the Titans. He scored a 48. He was a Harvard grad. 
And uh, the worst NFL score was actually a four. Uh, I think multiple people got that. Hmm. But um, Morris Claiborne, I think, was the most recent one. I think he was a DB for uh, the Dallas Cowboys. But probably the most notable one would be uh, another Titans quarterback, Vince Young. He scored a six. So that kind of gives you the, the the scale there, 48 and six. The average score in the Wonderlick is uh, 20. So 20 questions out of the 50, right? And uh, the best average score by NFL position uh, would be offensive lineman, tight end, and QB. Those are the positions that have actually scored the highest on the Wonderlick test on average. So uh, what we're going to do now, we're actually going to try to guess what each of us got on the Wonderlick and then reveal our answer. We're going to go to Adam first, uh, but before he reveals his score, let's try to figure out what we think Mr. Ray got on his Wonderlick test. Be nice. Test. Kyle, what are you thinking? I'm going to say a six. No, I'm just kidding. I'm going to say <laughs> Adam's a pretty smart guy. I'm going to say he's above average. I'm going to go with about a 25. Thank you, Kyle. I think, yeah. I, I think that's I think that's pretty average. That's kind of what I was thinking, too. I'll go I'll go 23. I'm going to say I know I know that you took it a little bit later in the day, which I think is smart. It gave him some time to think, potentially research what, you know, the, the right way to take a Wonderlick. I'm going to say you got a 28. <laughs> <laughs> spot on hey, am i right that's exactly what Excellent i got it was guess. a 28 so thank you um, I, I gotta tell you i think i could have done a little bit better i got about maybe a third of the way in and i was only about maybe eight questions in out of 50 and i realized i gotta pick it up so the yeah. weird thing about the questions and i would encourage anybody to go take it it's really fun the weird thing about the questions is it makes you really think and i think I would say that you could probably get a 50 out of 50 or at least close if you had, let's say, 30 minutes to do it. Because a lot of the questions yep. are yep. not super difficult, but they take time to think about. And so I think what the test is trying to determine is how quick you can come up with, with the right answer. And I don't know how many I, NFL players had a five-year-old and a nine-year-old running laps around the room while they were taking the test. But uh, I'd like to just add uh, that, that was an added bonus for me. It's impressive that you did it with the kid running around mm -hmm. so did you make all 50 adam did you get all 50 questions? i did get to all 50 yes oh, i did geez. get to all 50 but i had to change up my plan really quick because like i said i got a third of the way through and i was only into about eight questions so i had to i guessed at a lot of them just to get get through them the Ooh. fact that i so actually like, guessed your wonderlick score does that get mean i get to add one point to my wonderlick score we'll give you an extra <laughs> point that's how that works that doesn't work like that <laughs> Ryan well, might have right. want, Well, I, I was going to say, I mean, you can go next if you want to, Ryan. But um, actually, before we go there, Adam, did you figure out what NFL players had also scored like that same score? I'm going to guess Ray Lewis. No, oh. not Ray Lewis, but uh, Russell Wilson got oh, a 28. He's pretty uh, good. Also, That's pretty good company. Uh, also, another, another quarterback you may have heard of. Peyton something. Peyton Manning. Oh, that's it. Peyton Manning. And also Drew Brees. <laughs> Got it. Got the exact same score. So I can go Where's on if you'd like to hear more. That got a twenty-eight. That that will suffice. Thank you for doing the pre-show research. <laughs> <laughs> Team player, Lance. So uh, I will say, uh, we make a big long list of excuses. One, I did not know it was the number that you got right. Here I it thought, comes. <laughs> <laughs> what, I thought. I thought it was a percentage. I, I was just guessing that it would be a percentage correct would somehow factor in. I thought, I, I thought that same thing. So I actually I only got to question 29. I only finished 28 of them. So, okay, so and you got a 28. Uh, my score, uh, do y'all want to guess? Now, uh, this to sounds guess. eerily familiar. Uh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to guess 17. I'm going to go 20. I'm going to go way lower only only because you have lowered expectations so drastically. It's not because you think I'm stupid. Like it's a, it's no, just... no. I, I, would, I would have said that you would have been in the low 20s no. as well. See, that's, Speak the, of, that's the misdirection. But Speak I'm, of a price sandwich. I don't think he got a 28 because that would have been 28 of 28. But I, I'm going to say, with all due respect. Oh, no. <laughs> I'm going to say a 10. Okay. Oh, well, boy. I've set this up well with the misdirection, as you said, Lance. I actually got a 22. Dang, nice. Look at you, guys. There you go. So I guess given that I got 22 out of 28, that's not bad, but. Misdirection. That's um, really impressive. I'm, I'm the average of the tight ends. I uh, also did some reading and learned that if I took this for a job, I don't have a very good job of getting that position, 
with a uh, 22 <laughs> and uh, some players from this year's draft that were close to me, uh, Tua, uh, Tua T, we'll call him because we don't know his last name, got a 19, and uh, Jalen Hurts got a 21. So hmm. I beat both former Alabama quarterbacks, and that feels pretty good. You're an average man. What was your number, 22? 22. Also, Trent Dilfer and uh, Chad Henney got a 22. So you're in, you're in good uh, quarterback company. Super Bowl winning quarterback, Trent mm-hmm. Dilfer. Trent Dilfer, the biggest ripoff in NFL history. I'd be a great Super game Bowl. manager. Also, also uh, Brett Favre got a 22. Oh, Favre. <laughs> Ryan actually kind of looks like Brett Favre right now. He's got <laughs> yes, a Brett, he, does. he does have a Brett Favre thing going on. All right, All right so. Al, so it's uh, – yeah, go ahead and talk us through your, uh, your strategy right. for the test, Kyle. I also – very similar, very similar to my brethren, Ryan. I was basing it on probably a percentage of what you completed versus what you got right. So I totally, completely lost track of the clock. I just, I would be, I would have been a terrible two minute quarterback because the clock would have just ran out like it did on me at question number 32. I just, my screen went blank. I didn't, I was so <laughs> unaware of what was happening. I thought my computer locked up. And I realized my 12 minutes were up. So I also had the same problem. I ran a little short on time. So based on that, you can guess my score. Well, when you took the test, after you took the test, you sent us a text message with a picture of Vince Young. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. So I said my my time management was as good as Vince Young's. But uh, I don't think you're you're Vince Young dumb. So I'm going to give you two Vince Youngs. I'm going to say you got a 12. All right. I'm going to say a 15. There was there were quite a few math problems in Lord. there that I felt like Kyle would do pretty well at. And I would put him at an equal level of intelligence as me. And given that he got through a few more questions, I'm going to say he got a 23. Thank you, Ryan, for your appreciation. My other brethren think I'm <laughs> slightly, slightly above Well, when you send a picture name. of Vince Young after you take the test. Well, maybe I was just playing a little coy. This is a score, boys. 24. Oh, yeah, nice. Nice. Very I nice. I, I placed way too much emphasis on getting questions right as opposed to just plowing through. I took it again yeah. after that and sped up. And I think I, I made it to like 45 or six questions in 27 or something like that. So I think it's better to finish more questions and sort of guess at some of the harder ones. Uh, my strategy was terrible. Well, yeah, I'll, I'll go ahead and tell you my strategy because it was very similar to that. Um, I decided on I, I decided pretty quickly that any time that I saw any kind of numbers in a question, like it was a math question, I was just straight up taking a guess on those. So that was my strategy. Anytime I saw numbers, I mean, I would read through it, but if it wasn't something that came to me immediately, it was just straight up guess. So I spent my time on other questions, but I did manage to make it through all 50 of them. And, um, I don't know. I think the strategy paid off. So, uh, that was my strategy was just basically to avoid any kind of math questions <laughs> and to take guesses. Got me stumped, Lance. Oh, by the way, let me, oh, 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 let me, you can't figure out what, uh, what I got. Yeah, I'm thinking through it here. I mean, you've get, you've projected some confidence. Well, hang, you've given a little on, bit why, of misdirection. While you're doing that, Ryan, while you're thinking, <laughs> let me let me reflect back just real quick because I found a couple of people that I were tied with very interesting that I think y'all will be interested to hear. Oh, so yeah, yeah. some comparable 24s: Richard Sherman, which he's this kind of seems about right. Former Vol Tyler Bray, if y'all remember him. But here's the surprising one: the double so throat slash. Yeah, yeah, double throat slash. That's right. Uh, you may have heard of this guy, Super Bowl quarterback Patrick Mahomes, and this guy stunned me, Alvin Kamara. Wow. Huh. Yeah. Huh. Anyways, that was my, that I was the one that thought. surprised me the most. Yeah. Y'all are almost identical. Don't now, let we, the gold teeth look, fool you. We got to give ourselves some credit too. These guys have been practicing for the Wonderlick mm-hmm. for for months. This is our first time. Have so. they though? Oh yeah. No oh, doubt, Lance. They've been prepping. Yep. Okay. Bet, so. Maybe. All right, I'm going to say right, Lance. so what do you boys think? Let's say Lance gave me a 12. So I'm going to give him an 11. <laughs> <laughs> he gave you a double Vince Young. A spike guess. <laughs> he got through all 50, and I'm thinking math problems. I would say probably about, oh gosh, 15, 20% of them were math problems from what I remember. So I would say he probably got... 15 wrong just based off just guessing. Third, I'm going to say I'm going to say you got like a 31. 
I'm a, I'll definitely put you in the 20s, Lance. Mid-20s, okay. Let's we'll say 22. I'm sticking with my spike guess. 28. Oh, wait, there he is. Nice. We got a tie. So I am, I am just as smart as Adam, apparently. Yeah. Who would have thought? <laughs> but I, I, you know what? I, I just think that so many of my correct answers could have been guesses because there's no way that I could tell that you could actually go back and see like what questions you got right, what questions you got wrong. So it's pretty interesting. We had different strategies where Ryan and I were like, oh, I'll just grind through it and and try to answer right. And y'all took the more, hey, you got to move fast approach. That's obviously a better approach is to get through all 50. So I, I think that's kind of interesting. And when we didn't plan any of that, you just sent out the link. Here's the test. So if you pee in a pool, you rush through a test. We <laughs> yeah, found another link. Right. <laughs> well, all right. I was, I'm all. I'm pretty impressed with our scores. Uh, obviously, I don't need to go into an NFL comp for me because Adam already gave like three of them. I was going to say Peyton Manning though because you know Peyton Manning. Here's some fun facts. Tennessee fans will know of Josh Jobs, who majored oh, yeah. in what? Uh, that was aerospace. Yeah. Aerospace engineering. What do you think his yep. score was? Uh, forty-five. Kyle? He had to be all over 40. 29 for Mr. Dobbs. Oh, wow. Surprising. Crazy. He, he must have had a bad day because I would have thought the he same must thing. Have. He's very analytical, like, yeah. like Kyle and myself. He likes to he dig into the answers. He probably didn't finish either. He was, he was looking for his eyebrows. So what does this make me, the Vince <laughs> Young of the common denominators? <laughs> Since I got the lowest <laughs> was score. Yours the low, was yours the lowest? Uh, it Boy, was, 20, yeah. 22. 21, 22. 22. I was pretty. I'd say I'm pretty proud of it. So we well, got proud. those are respectable scores. I mean, once you started yeah. looking at the percentages, I think we were in the fifty. At least even twenty two was in the fifty to sixty percentile. I think so. Yeah, I think I think it's pretty good. Yeah, you're respectful. not listening to complete idiots if you listen to this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Don't ask Jay Z. Most of the time, They're right? Except for Jay Z. <laughs> yeah. All right, I'm, I'm going to take a I'm going to take a hard left here, guys. I just got this question that's just in my mind. I'm going to surprise you guys like I've been surprised already on this podcast with a question. And the question is, if we had to choose the position that each other would play based on the scores that we just revealed, along with just knowing each other's personalities. So this has nothing to do with athletic ability, stature, Mm. muscles, any of those things that you actually need to play football in the NFL. We don't have those other than maybe Lance. So just based on mentality and aptitude and and wonderlick scores what position uh let's start with adam what what position do we think adam would would be best at in the nfl Ooh, i got a good one for adam based on uh, water boy uh, at yeah, videographer based on his <laughs> yeah <laughs> based Historian. on his aptitude score and listen adam is a very uh i, I see adam as a play it safe safe type of guy uh always is going to be prepared he is a perfect free safety. He's not going to let anybody get behind him on offense. He's going to make sure everybody in front of him is in place. He's not really he's a run stopper. He's not the strong no, safety. He, yeah, he's not the strong. He's the free safety. He's going to stop the guy from getting over the top of the defense and scoring a touchdown. I got him as a free safety. That was pretty uh, random, but yeah, I'll take that. That's pretty strong. I mean, I, I can see, you know, Potentially a little bit of a quarterback in, in Adam because mm-hmm. of his his preparation. And uh, that's where I'm leaning to quarterback. I know. I think he would be uh, heavily involved in film study. You hear that, Ryan or Kyle? I hear that. <laughs> I think he gave you a compliment with that uh, free well, safety. Well, actually, I mean, but a, a free safety is the quarterback of the defense. That's true. Yep. A lot of times, I, I, I'd have to say, you know. Uh, after hearing the free safety argument, I may have to switch to free safety. I think that may make a little bit more sense, but. Uh, Adam would be a well-prepared player. We know that. Well, thank you. Wow. I'm looking at Lance. He's squirming in a seat over mm-hmm. Skype. Let's go to Lance. Let's try to make him a little bit more nervous here. I got the hiccups. Hiccups right now. Man, I got the hiccups this week too. Listen, I, I had the hiccups in bed the other night, and they were so bad. I'm going to give you all an example. Uh, hold your ears, everybody, because I'm going to tell you what I was doing. It was <laughs> like that. That It was so bad. It was shaking the bed. And Catherine was getting upset because I was literally just shaking the bed. And so I'm, I literally do the old Google of what gets rid of the hiccups, even though you've, everybody's done that a million times in your life. There's a list of 20. So I start at oh, number yeah. one, which is hold your breath and swallow three times. So I held my breath and swallowed five times just to get some extra in. And it worked. The first time no ever, problem. it actually worked. After 15, 20 minutes, did that, and it's over. 
Lance, I'd like for you your, to try that now. I'm going to hold your breath 30 seconds, guy, tried and true, but it's not working right now. I don't even know if I can well, swallow. You like have to that. swallow while you're doing it. That's the, the key. Otherwise, they wouldn't have put it in the instruction. <laughs> <laughs> what instructions? <laughs> I thought uh, you were going to Google. I thought, honestly, Ryan, I thought you were going to go with Catherine hit on the sheets, popped out and said, boo. I thought you went with a scare <laughs> tactic. But. That was number two. All right. This is perfect. We can talk about Lance while he's trying to recover. I Lance looks two. like he's about to pop. I got two swallows down and I, I don't know. We'll see if it works. All right. You, Ryan, you want me to go? I got I feel like I got a good beat on Lance too. Yeah. I've got two positions. Let's see if you pick one of mine. All right. I'm going to go. Lance is a precise type person. He is always where he's supposed to be. He's oh. he's on time. You're, he's you've got, he's very prepared. We're on the same page. He's a slot re- he is the greatest slot he receiver yeah, in the history of the common denominators. He's a, he's a Julian Edelman, a Wes Welker. Yeah. Wes yep. Welker, yep. yeah. Yep. I love he's it. small. He's small, explosive. You can count on him to catch the ball. He's your slot receiver. Uh, my, my, second, my second option was going to be a cornerback, and I can see him being – the cornerback that is just a mild manner guy, but once he gets in the game, he likes to talk a lot of trash. I can just see him out there trying to get in somebody's head. <laughs> to me, to a T. Has those hiccups, by the way. Hey, you hadn't heard him yet, have you? Might have, the the instruction cracked the code. All right, let's. Let, what do you think about Kyle? I've been thinking about Kyle for a long time, and I'm like, I bet you I, have. Well, <laughs> is that why I got rid of your hiccups? <laughs> Thanks, Lance. I was number 21. I feel like our relationship's prepared after you give me a 12 on the Wonder League. For <laughs> I was I, I was going to put Kyle as a uh, running back. I feel yeah, like I, I feel like he's like a run back or a fullback. Mm-hmm. He's like the guy that you get down to the goal line, you, you yes. give it to him because you trust it. Like you you know that Kyle is going to it, it, in some form or fashion, doesn't matter. It may be it may be dirty, but he's going to get that ball across the goal line no matter what. He's dependable. You can count on him, like, and he'll find a way to get that ball in the end zone. So I feel like he's a goal line running back or a fullback. I feel like he'd really excel at the Wildcat too. <laughs> yeah. Uh, see, I would go. I would go defense. I would put him as a middle linebacker, like the leader of the defense, the heart of the defense, I rallying the troops. Kyle's mind would turn to looking at the running back, and he would make up something in his mind so horrible about what that running back would do to his family <laughs> that he would try to kill him. That's probably accurate. <laughs> it wouldn't be true, but it would be true to you, and you would you would destroy him. Uh, and, and either one's a good pick. So what? Uh, yeah, I'll I'm take scared. To, I'm scared to yeah. hear after my 22 score. But what would you guys say about me? I was going to say Water Boy. <laughs> Uh, water or uh, maybe the guy that holds the ball so the punter can kick it. <laughs> the backup quarterback right. <laughs> that holds the ball. Third string. I tight end popped into mind for me. I, I'm just thinking end, Jason Witten. I also had tight end on the list. I, I, put, I, I, I put Ron as a quarterback. I feel like uh, he's he's always been a good leader. He's got good leader qualities. I'd, I would, I'd, I'd, have, I'd have you as my QB. Thank you, Adam. I would have I, that was my one A was the quarterback because I've seen him actually do some things athletically under pressure. But that's for a different <laughs> show. Um, that's the after. Let's don't get show. weird here, uh, guys. Yeah. Um, so he is he is extremely good under pressure. So yeah, he would be get in the huddle with a minute and a half left, and guys were going to score and win the game. So I, I wouldn't know the playbook, that. but I'm, I would be good under pressure. <laughs> <laughs> well, see, that's why I'm thinking tight end. And, and now I'm thinking even more so Frank Wycheck. Like, who is the most dependable tight end? And, like, you could count on him in a clutch situation. <clears throat> Frank Wycheck, man. Yeah. Every time he needed a first down, it was that guy. Yeah, Wycheck was a first down machine. No also doubt. not the smartest guy in the room, but still a really <laughs> good. <laughs> no offense. <clears throat> yeah. Not I think we nailed it. And you, we solved hiccups, so. Pretty yeah. successful segment. All right, in our last segment today, we're going to do a draft of the biggest NFL busts of all time. And so these would be players that were, you know, picked in a very, like, round one, uh, you know, high picks, you know, high, highly touted guys out of college who just completely flamed out in the pros and, you know, didn't do, didn't meet any kind of expectations. So we're going to do a one round draft of that. And then we might throw in some honorable mentions at the end. And I believe we've already predetermined the order. And, uh, Ryan, you've got the first pick. Well, let's see. This is, uh, 
you usually want the number one pick, but when you haven't prepared for a draft, you really <laughs> don't want the number one pick. So there's lots of names I could throw out. I don't want to steal any of y'all's. There's a lot of big ones, but I went a different route. I'm going with, with the someone that hits home a little bit more. He may not be the worst Aww. of all time, but it was one of the more upsetting ones for me personally as a Tennessee ball fan. You're and taking I, my one A. I got to go with Heath Schuler, yeah. uh, oh, the third pick in uh, some draft in some year that I don't know. I can't remember, <laughs> but he got picked Washington. by the Washington Redskins, and uh, yeah, that was '94. I don't even know how he ended up out of the league, but I know he sucked, and uh, I hated to see that <laughs> as a Tennessee fan. Good bust. Mm. So um, I went off the board here. Uh, I didn't go with an obvious one, but when you when you guys hear this name. <clears throat> Like it, it's going to bring back some memories, and the reason I'm going with this guy is because of how sensational he was in college. Uh, I mean, he was he was one of the most unbelievable college receivers I've ever seen, and you just thought he would be destined to just be unbelievable in the pros. He played for Florida State um, in I believe the mid '90s. How about Peter Warwick? Oh, you that? oh yeah, yeah. How how incredible was Peter Warwick? He got drafted by the Bengals, I believe, and he just never really lived up to the hype. So, I, I mean, I just remember thinking that guy was just going to be incredible. And I, and did he play against Tennessee in the '98 national championship? I can't remember if he was playing at that time or not. I'm almost positive he was. That guy was incredible in college, and he just did not do anything in the pros. I don't believe. The Bengals, it, Bengals murdered his career. Yeah. All right. So who's next? Is it Kyle or Adam? It's me. Oh, it's and, Adam. Yeah. I'm ho- always last. Hopefully the Bengals. Hopefully the Bengals don't murder uh, poor Joe Burrow's career. Yeah. No kidding. I'm gonna go one that's um, <laughs> we're pretty far removed from this. This was the number one pick in the 2000 draft, Jamarcus Russell. To Ooh, the Oakland one. Raiders, uh, highly touted, and uh, spent less than three years there and hadn't played since. Well, he had like an unbelievable bowl game against, I think, Notre Dame yeah, before LSU. he came out of the pros. Like he was so good in that game that it just skyrocketed his draft stock, and then he got mixed up with some purple drink and some other stuff. And <laughs> I, don't know, I don't know what. I don't know you what got happened. it. I think he tried to. I think he tried to make a comeback at some point in time, but he's still trying to make a comeback. Apparently, yeah. he weighs over three hundred pounds. Uh, he only made like thirty million dollars for, yeah. for that career too. He started twenty five games and went seven and eighteen over that twenty five games. And I remember him, man. He couldn't he couldn't throw it in the ocean. Yeah, he couldn't hit a wide <laughs> open receiver. All right, last pick. Well, yep, last pick. Yeah. Kyle. Oh, got it. All right, this goes back to the nineteen ninety nine draft. This was the first overall pick of the new franchise, the restart franchise of the Cleveland Browns. This was their first year back as the Cleveland Browns. The quarterback from the University of Kentucky, Tim Couch. Oh, oh yeah. I mean, there was a, that, that dude was a can't-miss prospect, and he missed. Hey, you know what? I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go ahead and call my shot now. Joe Burrow is the next Tim Couch. Ooh, Ooh hot take. That is a hot you know, take. See, I, that's, I could have – I, I can see Joe Burrow having like a Peyton Manning like first season, but mm-hmm. then kind of building off that and doing better. But yeah, that could happen too. I have nothing oh, to back that up I on. I just wanted to. I hope that's right, and we can replay that, and I can live in my glory <laughs> a few years from now. <laughs> I was going to say, I think Kyle just wanted to take a jab at Kentucky fans. So. No, I did. Well, my other jab pick was honorable mention was Steve Spurrier. Oh wow! He was, a, he was a major NFL draft bust. Well, you left a couple on the board. Uh, I had Ryan Leaf and that was a good um, one. one of the probably most recent Johnny Manziel. Manziel was a how do you, how do you leave out Johnny Manziel? I mean, he, I he tell you what, can't even make it in the my, XFL right now. My one B. Let's see if you guys remember him, Kajana Carter. Oh yeah, Our Penn Biden State running back. back. Yeah, yeah. Didn't I mean, he, he, he also go he to Cincinnati? Bar- yes. And yeah. he barely rushed for a thousand yards in his NFL career, and the dude was a stud in college. He was basically, he was Eddie George before Eddie George. You remember, big upright runner, stout guy, run on. I think he finished like second in the Heisman and just flamed out in the NFL. That was my honorable mention. Well, the Bengals uh, bungled another one in '99. Uh, Akili, Akili Smith, Akili yeah, Smith, Akili Smith, yeah. yeah. Yep, that's where that's where oh, quarterbacks they, go they to do. die, man. Good luck, they Burrows. They do not have a good track record. Yeah, <laughs> good lord. Didn't they? They also murdered Carson Palmer, didn't they? He, they went there and. How about when the Titans took Doriel Green Beckham in the second round? That guy's not even in the league anymore. <laughs> yep. 
You know Justin the best Hunter. thing come out of yeah, just uh, you know the best thing come out of Doral Green Beckham. He's was still in the they, league though. When they traded, uh, they traded and got Dennis Kelly, a backup tackle, who's been a good player. Yeah, that's for us. true. That's the only thing that came out of it. <laughs> that's what they got out of that. <laughs> well, all right, those are our biggest NFL bust of all time. Thank you for listening. All right, guys, I just want to thank you for listening to today's episode. Um, and just going to want to leave you with something to keep in mind going forward as the quarantine comes to an end. Just really relish this time with your family. Uh, you know, and enjoy staying at home and being able to see your kids and your wife. Just really enjoy this time because obviously it's not going to last forever. Soon enough, we'll be back in traffic. I was in the backyard with my kids this past week, and the weather was beautiful. We were on swing set. Kids were going on the slide, swinging, and we were listening to you know music, and the kids actually were okay with my music selections. They weren't trying to change it or anything like that. And it was just, you have these moments sometimes where things are just, they just kind of feel like they were perfect. And in that moment, I was just like, man, this is, there's just no other place that I'd rather be right now than, than here you know, with my kids in the backyard, enjoying this nice weather. And in that moment, it was kind of, almost kind of like God was talking to me. And I'm not, I'm not one that ever really thinks that, you know, it's, it's, it's hard for me to say God spoke to me or, or God did this to me. But in that moment, it was almost like God was telling me that everything was, was going to be all right. So, uh, guys, I just want to leave you with that and uh, just enjoy this time with your family. Everything is going to be all right, and we'll get past this. Thanks again for listening. That's going to do it for today's episode. Thank you so much for listening. The denominators are Ryan Smith, Kyle Binkley, Lance Jones, and me, Adam Ray. Thanks to Chet Roberts for providing our music. If you like what you heard, please hit that subscribe button and tell a friend. You can also find us on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter at CommonPod. That's C-O-M-M-E-N-P-O-D. And if you have a question or a comment for our group, or you'd like to submit an idea for a future podcast, please email us at commondenominators at gmail.com. That's C-O-M-M-E-N denominators at gmail.com. Thank you again for listening.